You're listening to the BBM Global Network with 25 years in broadcast audio and video production. Our passionate team creates content and marketing for the world of internet talk radio. If you've got a passion, come join us at bbmglobalnetwork.com. The BBM Global Network, your voice is now heard. This is Healing at Soul Level with your host, Shauna Williams. Shauna is here to provide various forms of healing that are non-invasive, that promote relaxation and aid the body in naturally healing itself by using ancient healing techniques that have been around for centuries. So please welcome the host of Healing at Soul Level, Shauna Williams. Hello and good morning. Welcome to Healing at Soul Level. I'm your host, Shauna Williams, and we're broadcasting live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. Tracy Darling began studying Uranian astrology in Germany in 1981, and by 2003, she began to study tropical Western astrology. She's been a metaphysician for 40 years and a professional astrologer for over 20 years. She's also an ordained minister and has performed countless counseling sessions around the world. Her goal is to empower others to understand and live in harmony with the cosmic cycles so that astrology can be a tool for guidance on the journey of self-realization. Welcome to the show, Tracy. Thank you, Shauna. Thanks for having me. I'm glad you're on the show, and I was excited about uh, today's show because I don't know a lot about astrology, and so I wanted to know more. You know, all I know is like horoscopes and moon phases and um my sign <laughs> that's about it right <laughs> all right well astrology is a lot more than that but that actually is the way most people understand astrology mm-hmm. um there are many different types of astrology as well and the kind that i do most of the time these days and most of the people over here do is called western astrology tropical astrology There are many, probably hundreds of different types of astrology and areas of specialty. Mm -hmm. So this is the sort of the broad astrology that normally you'll hear about where we live. And basically it's a snapshot of where all the planets and the stars are at the time a person is born. It's like taking a photograph and at that moment all the different planets are in particular places. And there's a rising sign, which refers to what is, what, which constellation is rising at that time of birth and mm-hmm. the exact placement of it. So it might be something like, well, let's say in your case, it was 27 degrees and 13 minutes of Virgo rising when you were born. So it's actually a very precise and scientific Um, uh, pursuit Uh, Mm -hmm. it's also got an intuitive side so it's a blending of science and mathematics and intuition 
and it's an endless study. No matter how many years you learn astrology, there's always something new to learn. That's good, though. (laughs) Can't get bored. It is. Yeah, there's no room for boredom with this. Um, So, you know, at that moment when you're born, that becomes a sort of a blueprint for your life. It shows um, many things. I mean, it shows the placements, obviously, of the planets and everything in relation to each other. But basically, it's like a roadmap of the soul's journey for this lifetime. Uh, The belief in reincarnation is sort of attached to astrology if you look into the cycles of you know, what you came here to learn or what your purpose is in this lifetime and mm-hmm. maybe things that you need to redo or, you know, that you you have strengths and weaknesses usually that show up. So it helps also to know where your strengths are and how to work with things that need improvement. And it can point to your talents, um, potential areas that you might do well working with in life. Uh, as a career, where your hobbies are, can show a lot about psychology as well, the psychological side of astrology. So it's really, I mean, you could work with one person's chart over and over again and keep getting deeper and deeper levels of awareness and information from it. Oh, wow. But we're not, yeah, we're not locked in by it either. I do want to say that it's... um, it's a guide for us to work with, but you're never mm-hmm. either a victim of your chart or locked in in a way where you can't expand beyond it. It's really just meant to help us understand who we are and who the people in our lives are and how we can work with our best traits and everything for our highest potential. Right, so it's almost like a, a tolerance. I mean, you know, people are always kind of putting themselves down and you know when you understand hey that's the way you're made and you can work on that and be the best of that then it seems to work better exactly and I've had so many people say that over the years oh that's why I keep doing that or oh Mm -hmm. that's where that pattern comes from right you know it really helps people to accept some of the things that they are having having difficulty changing or shifting And it also can point things out to people where they say, you know, that's something I've always wanted to do, but I didn't get there yet. And somehow knowing that it's sort of all in their chart helps people step into more levels of expansion because it's the awareness. I think once you have the awareness, then it, it feels maybe it feels more right to you to go ahead and pursue things. Yeah, yeah, for some reason, it seems like sometimes people need to be given permission to be who they are. (laughs) Exactly. Mm -hmm. That is so true. Yeah. And so for people that are um, looking to study themselves more, you know, we go through phases, most of us that that have an interest in metaphysics or spiritual matters, we, we want to know more deeply who we are. And so I do recommend astrology, not just like going to an astrologer for a reading, which is probably a good way to, to start that journey, but even just learning some basics in astrology so that you can look more deeply at yourself and those that are closest to you in life 
it can be so helpful to understand why people are the way they are. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And and it's also awesome for, uh, for instance, for a mother who's raising small children to understand why two or three different children that are being raised in the same house may have very different ways of looking at what's going on in the home and how they interact with each other and with each parent. And, you know, it's all in there to sort of get a feel for it. At least it's not going to tell you everything. And I mean, I, I don't want to give the idea that astrology is going to tell you everything, but it's going to give you the information to work with so that you can figure out the rest of it. Yeah. I mean, because if you raise all your children, I would say with the same principles, you need to understand you can't raise them exactly the same because they're different people. And so astrology helps they with that. They are. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And they have, for instance, uh, the moon often reflects your emotions and it can also show your relationship to your mother. Mercury oh. is the way you think and the way you communicate. So you may have one child with a moon in Cancer and Mercury in Aries, and then you may have another child with a moon in Taurus and Mercury and Sagittarius. Well, they're going to express themselves very differently. They're going to relate very differently to their mother or see the mother interaction as being different. And that's why you'll often, you know, at the family gathering 30 years later, uh, you'll see the different ways that, that people perceived their mothers, you know, and they said, well, we came from the same home. How do we have such a different outlook? But it's your personal, uh, your personal rose-colored glasses or your personal way of seeing things. Wow, that's pretty cool. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that when we come back from break. Global Glory, that's the work of Dr. Marina McLean, COO of Global Glory, whose calling is to serve God. A first-generation British-born Londoner of Jamaican descent, Dr. McLean inherited the hunger for the word from her father, who was a Bible teacher. Growing up, her home was filled with missionaries from the Caribbean islands and America, and she travels the world preaching the gospel. She has a Bachelor of Arts degree in theology and an honorary doctorate of divinity and Christian counseling from Friends International Christian University. Dr. McLean is also a songwriter and recording artist, and her songs are written during summits and conferences in the presence of God. She's recorded three worship albums to date and is in ministry for 28 years alongside her husband, Dr. Rennie McLean, who shares her passion. Visit www.globalglory.org or on Facebook at Global Glory. Call 866-244-5679 and feel the glory. Joseph A. Moylan is the owner of Ion Health, which specializes in very unique medical devices. Ion Health offers biomats, alkalife, and frequency machines. Biomats are a far infrared and negative ion emitting FDA approved medical device. With many different sizes available, you can place them on your bed, on a massage table, or on a seat in your car. It is an unobtrusive way to health. Alkalife machines are water ionizers that cleanse and raise the alkalinity of your tap water, making high alkaline water. Frequency machines utilize certain frequencies to kill viruses and bacteria. These devices are safe and effective. Coming from a health-conscious background and studying physiology at the Academy of Natural Health, Joseph A. Moylan has 15 years of experience in the health field and wants to help you live a healthy, long life. Visit www.ionhealthbiomats.weebly.com 
or call 765-520-2988. Don't let your health go astray. Get in touch today. Hello and welcome back to Healing at Soul Level. I'm your host, Shauna Williams, and we're broadcasting live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. We have been talking with Tracy Darling from uh, Uranian Astrology. Sorry, Map with the Stars is the name of her, um, <laughs> um, the name of her company, and uh, we wanted to talk about astrology. So, what is it? So, how is it useful in society today? Uh, well, in for instance, we talked a moment ago about how it can help within your family, mm-hmm. uh, just having a better understanding of the different dynamics that make up the family unit can be wonderful. Uh, but you can take it much further. Uh, if you were a school teacher, for instance, and you had an understanding of astrology and you happened to know the children's birthdays, and then you would have a, an idea of the dynamics in your classroom. It's also very useful, for instance, in corporate situations or any business where people are working together to get a good flow. Um, you know, it's a situation where some people are great at starting things. Some people are really great at going the whole way through something and getting it done. Other people mm-hmm. are just great starters, and then they're on to something else. So looking at the elements and uh, seeing what is, are they cardinal people, you know, which are usually the leaders, or are they the ones that just want to keep things working? Mm-hmm. Or are they really good at multitasking and they're all over the place? So it can be very useful in that way. There's mm-hmm. also generational astrology, which is largely to do with the outer planets that move very slowly. Those are like Neptune and Uranus and Pluto. Mm-hmm. And so we see sort of generational groups of people that come in with different uh, purposes. And that's why... You know, you can look at people who are maybe in their 70s at this stage, and you look at the people who are maybe in their 20s. And even though you can't just lump people together in groups, in a way you can see the generational differences. And that mm-hmm. has a lot to do with the movement of the outer planet. Oh, so is, that, is, is Pluto yeah. still a planet? I'm confused. I don't, I just... Uh, I think it depends on who you talk to, really. But let me tell you, astrologically, it's one of the most potent objects in the sky um, and has such a massive transformational uh, Mm. uh, energy that that affects a person when it comes into contact with their planets. And for instance, okay, so society in general Right now, Pluto is in the sign of Capricorn, and it has been for probably eight or ten years at this point, probably eight years. Uh, It'll be in there for another probably five to seven years. Um, And so Pluto transforms, and it it will break down structures that are not on a solid foundation. So anything that is not well anchored and solid in mm-hmm. society, because Capricorn is all about the structure of our society. So this has been going on for a period of time. There are indications within astrology that that show you the trends within society. And, um, you know, we went through a Saturn-Uranus opposition year, a couple of years ago, and that was in the status quo. And 
people that want to be liberated and have a freer way of life and break free of the old rules. And that's mm-hmm. still playing out. Yeah. So there are these massive trends that many astrologers, that's one of the main things they do is look at the trends within our world and how it's going to play out in our everyday life. That's very interesting. Yeah, there's a lot more to astrology than I know. There is. I mean, even countries have birth charts. You can look at cities to see the nature of the city when it was incorporated. That's the city's birth chart. So you can find places to live Hmm. where you will really prosper or find love. That's locational astrology. Um, And then there's weather astrology. I don't know if you're familiar with the old Farmer's Almanac. Uh, in the yes. old days, Benjamin Franklin, who was one of the world's greatest astrologers at the time, he used astrology to be able to create his almanac to show the weather patterns and cycle for the year ahead. And that's a whole field of astrology in and of itself is weather astrology. When the storms come or the earthquakes or the floods or the, the droughts, you can see all of that if you're a weather astrologer. And uh, and there are some famous people that have been astrologers that might be surprising. Benjamin Franklin is one of them. Mm-hmm. Carl Jung was a brilliant astrologer. Oh. And, yeah, and uh, the billionaire J.P. Morgan, he had an astrologer that he consulted for all of his business dealings. And, in fact, he coined the the well-known phrase, millionaires don't use astrologers, billionaires do. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't... um, And he proved it. (laughs) Didn't Nancy Reagan um, use an astrologer after um, the president got shot? Wasn't that what she used? Yes, and I think she had an astrologer long before that. I think it was uh, part of their lives. Um, And surprisingly, it's been a part of many U.S. presidents' lives, many, many. And it's usually just something that goes on quietly in the background. Um, Yeah. Many, most of the the famous people in Hollywood, uh, many world leaders do consult with serious astrologers for timing of events. Um, You know, it's... uh, it's just like the kings in the old days used to always have their astrologers, and somehow it's just gone on the pattern of it. Uh, Lady Diana, Princess Diana, she was also one that was very well known to always consult astrology at least uh, most of her life. So, I guess some people just uh, realize that there was more to it than, like I said, seeing your horoscope in the paper. Um, yeah, I did not very know. Much so. Um, you know, if you were planning a trip overseas or whatever, you'd you'd want to check and make sure that the timing would be good, you know, that there there wouldn't be, if you were going to have important talks with somebody, you wouldn't want to do it during Mercury retrograde uh, and that kind of thing. So, and also for travel in general, because Mercury retrograde can affect timing and travel plans and there can be delays or miscommunications. Okay. 
Well, we're going to learn a little bit more about this when we come back. We're going to take a quick break. For over 50 years, Evelyn Stapula has been a loving advocate for people with disabilities throughout the state of Pennsylvania. President and founder of Big Heart Bridges, her organization actively campaigns for legislation and support of civil liberties that meet the needs of disabled individuals with housing, transportation, and employment. Ms. Dupula has joined forces with a variety of esteemed organizations that advocate for the disabled. She serves on the board of the United Cerebral Palsy of Pittsburgh and the Governor's Cabinet and Advisory Committee for People with Disabilities, and she is a consultant for the Pennsylvania Governor's Conference for Women. Her many efforts have led to the implementation of a transportation program for the disabled with the Access Paratransit System of Allegheny County. Evelyn Stapoulis strives daily to serve the interests of the disabled, to protect their freedoms, and enable them to live normal public lifestyles. To learn more, please call 412-491-2605 or email Evelyn at ers92645 at verizon.net. Attorney Renee Marie Smith is changing the way we sell real estate. She wrote a series of books called My Short Sale Guru Guides for all real estate practitioners. Whether you're a homeowner wanting to understand the process, an agent who has been handling short sales for years, or an industry analyst wanting to know how short sales impact your business, Renee uses her vast real estate experience to take a comprehensive look at the recent market phenomena while relaying it in an easy-to-understand format. Through her company, Smith Title Services, Renee has counseled thousands of short sale participants and processed in excess of a thousand short sales. Her knowledge is transformational for real estate professionals and laymen alike, and her live presentations provide people the opportunity to ask specific questions about their issues. Buy her books and schedule her to speak at your next event. Visit www.smithtitleservices.com or call 305-705-3428 or email her at renee at smithtitleservices.com. Isn't it time to sell your property today? Learn the My Short Sale Guru way. Welcome back to Healing at Soul Level. We're broadcasting live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. And I'm your host, Shauna Williams. Today, we've been talking with Tracy Darling about um, astrology. And when we left off, we were talking about how it's useful to society. But um, what can we learn from astrology? Well, um, just picking up on that last theme, um, some of the bigger cycles and trends, for instance, what's been going on in the last, say, 10 years or so has Mm -hmm. been very reminiscent of what was going on in the 1770s in this country. Because, again, coming back to the outer planets, we have Pluto in Capricorn now. And all that time ago, Pluto was in Capricorn as well. So even though it's a very different world now, it will be that same thing where Pluto will erode any foundations that are not, you know, built on solid ground. Mm -hmm. And people fight for freedom and liberation, and other people want things not to change And so you can see a lot of trends uh, throughout history. There are astrologers who do a lot of historical research, astrology, in order to compare it to what's going on now and project where we're going with that. So Mm -hmm. as I said in the beginning, astrology is very scientific. The Uranian Mm -hmm. astrology I originally learned is a very symmetrical mathematical astrology. It's actually a German form of astrology. Um, but the Western astrology that, that I've been using for the most part in the last dozen or so years, it teaches us a lot about um, who we are, who the people in our lives are. It can also help um, 
if you're getting into a relationship with somebody and you're getting serious and you think you might want to get married, uh, it doesn't hurt to have the two charts looked at together to see what uh-huh. the strengths and weaknesses in the relationship are. And um, there are many different ways of doing that as well. And sometimes people will go ahead with a relationship anyway, even if they have a lot of, I don't want to call it negatives, but challenges uh-huh. that they're aware of. And astrology can point out even more clearly, perhaps, where the struggles might be. And this is often a sort of a soul pattern or a trend, because on some level you know that your soul came in in order to work with those dynamics or with that other soul where you needed to come back together again, reincarnationally speaking, in order Mm -hmm. to make it work or for one party to give the other party the chance to do it right this time. Um, So there are many things um, that we can learn about ourselves, about our soul's journey. Um, There's financial astrology as well. So, some astrologers focus entirely on financial astrology and predict the market trends with that. Uh, And and for them, it's very exciting, you know, and some of them have newsletters and uh, investors will sign up with them in order to, to get the astrological trends of some of the, because a company like, say, Apple or Microsoft, it had a birth time too. Whenever it was incorporated, that was the date. So you can follow any company if you have the start information for it. And so some people specialize in that, yeah. So there's literally, there's something for every taste. And every time you learn something in astrology, it leads to something else and leads to something else. And so your interest can keep expanding within the field. Uh, you know, we work with uh, gemstones and even the herbs uh, are tied in with different signs. Uh, some people get into the astrological holistic field like that. The whole mm-hmm. physical body, you know, every part of us is tied in with some astrological aspect. For instance, the head is Aries, which is the, the beginning of the chart, and the feet are Pisces, which is um, you know, it starts with Aries and goes all the way around the 360 degree, degrees mm-hmm. and comes back to the end of it is Pisces. So the feet are Pisces and the head is Aries. And then everything in between relates to something, one, one of the different signs right. in the zodiac. So, And then there's medical astrology, which, you know, people work out the best dates to have operations or um, work it in often into holistic healing type work where they will see if any particular part of the body is, is stressed at the moment with planets that are passing through or, you know, they can see what the situation is there in the body. Hello? With, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Getting in the birth <laughs> kind of chart. Like out. <laughs> Tracy? So, yeah. Yes, I'm oh, here. I'm sorry. It, I think it blanked out unless I don't think it was me. I missed the last part that you were talking about. It kind of just went quiet. Oh, okay. Um, so what did you hear me say? Um, we had just finished talking about the, the medical, I believe. Um, okay, yes. 
Yeah, I think that was right where I was, so you probably didn't okay. miss very much there. Okay, it was just a few seconds, I think. <laughs> yes. So you've yeah. named already, so, uh, I think, like 10 different astrology um, areas, and like you said, there's so many more. It's Each time you say something, my mind goes, oh, wow, oh, oh, wow, oh, oh, wow. <laughs> I know. It, it, that's how I feel, too, even after all these years. <laughs> you never get tired of it. I never and had I wanted to maybe any point idea. out, too, the difference between astronomy and astrology. Maybe some people wonder about that, too. But, oh, yeah. you know, astronomy is really examining the positions and motions and properties of celestial objects in general. And then astrology is really the study of how those celestial objects and their positions and motions and properties affect people and events here on Earth. So the astrology Mm -hmm. takes it more to the human level um, and brings, you know, that, that information of the planets and stars. And we work with asteroids as well and other cosmic, uh, there's galactic astrology, there's um, black hole astrology. I mean, there are just so many different different things. Even within the Iranian astrology, there are points that cannot be seen. Like they don't show up as planets, but they are vortices of energy that are very, very strong. And mm. so those are also tracked and charted with the ephemeris, with the movement of the planets and there are eight of those that are used as well. So, yeah, it's a very broad field. Yes, it sounds very broad. We're going to stop right here and take a quick break, and we'll come back and discuss astrology a little more. Do you battle with weight loss? There is a solution. Founder of Weight No More Consulting, Deborah Simons, can help you lose weight safely and effectively through weight loss surgery. I know. I had the surgery two years ago, and I am 135 pounds lighter and medication-free. This full-service weight loss center caters to your every need as you navigate to a healthy weight following surgery. Servicing all of Canada, Weight No More Consulting takes pride in its compassionate care and guides you through each step before and after surgery. Starting with informational meetings, Weight No More Consulting educates each potential client before they decide to have surgery on the health risks of obesity and the various weight loss surgeries available. After surgery, Weight No More Consulting provides a solid support system with ongoing meetings to ensure continued success. Deborah Simons and Weight No More Consulting are committed to promoting your health and wellness through maintaining a healthy weight for life. Unleash the obstacles that bind you with certified professional coach Joanne Charette, a master practitioner in energy leadership. Joanne can help you break through personal and professional barriers and guide you to a higher level of empowerment and fulfillment. Passionate and dedicated, Joanne engages with her clients on a mutual journey. Her dynamic energy will motivate you to move forward as you partner on a venture to greater results. Isn't it time to make a breakthrough and commit to live the life you deserve? Invest in yourself and let Joanne Charette be the catalyst to the realization of your dreams by making them a reality. Based in Quebec, Canada, Joanne is also a space coach using social media and Skype to work with anyone anywhere around the world. Contact Joanne Charette today at 819-360-3266 or email her at actionrealization at live.ca. 819-360-3266. Now is your time. 
Welcome back to Healing at Soul Level. We're broadcasting live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio, and I'm your host, Shauna Williams. Today, we've been talking with Tracy Darling about astrology, and we left off talking about um, all the different things that astrology can do for your life. So we can finish that up, Tracy. Yes, so so anyway, um, I think for people to to have a better understanding of their own makeup and possibly um, the people closest to them in the beginning, whether it's a husband or their children or if they're still living with their parents or if they have siblings that they have difficulties with, it can help so much to extinguish fires and give you the perspective, perspective sorry, of mm-hmm. seeing the world through that person's eyes and and seeing sometimes their limitations, they're not just being difficult. This is something mm-hmm. they're working through. Right. And um, so, yeah, I think that it actually really helps people to see things from another person's point of view. And I think that's one of the greatest um, assets of astrology for humans. Yes. And you mentioned to me um before the show, something about cycles of the planets? Yes. Yes, so how planetary cycles uh, really help us as well to understand uh, the structure of our lives in general. For instance, Saturn is one of the great teachers in astrology. It's also a bit of a disciplinarian. It's the master of time, so to speak. And it takes a whole 29 and a half years, roughly. Sometimes it's 29, sometimes it's 30 years, but it's always sort of in that range for Saturn to go all the way around the 360 degrees in a a chart and come back Mm. to the point where it was, for instance, when you were born, right? Mm -hmm. So that's called a Saturn cycle. So when you turned around 29 to 30 years old, you have completed one whole cycle of Saturn in your life. Because, of course, the planets are dynamic and they're constantly moving. And some of, most of them are retrograding, too, for periods of time. But basically, they're always moving around that 360-degree circle. Mm-hmm. So they're going to come into your different houses. They're going to touch on your different planets. And then... 29 to 30 years later, they're going, Saturn is going to be back in the place it was when you were born. And so usually when somebody gets to that age in life, there's sort of an evaluation that goes on within the self. They sort of look back at their, their earlier years and what have I done in my 20s. Oftentimes, if somebody hasn't married yet, they've been completely um, education and career focused then it'll be time where they feel ready to start looking for their partner. If they married younger and maybe it hasn't been working that well, that's often a time when people will decide that it needs to just be a closure and move on in a different way. Um, It just depends on each person's individual chart. But then you enter the second Saturn cycle of your life, which is between the ages of 30 and 59 or so. 59 Mm -hmm. to 60 and that's another cycle and then when you hit 60 which I'm 60 now so I just had my second Saturn return 
you know, depending on how you've lived that 30 years, it can be a joyful time or it can be a time when you look at things and if there's anything you wish you would have done differently, that'll come up. It's a time where you're sort of evaluating that 30 year cycle and thinking, okay, am I gonna continue living life the way I am or are there changes necessary? I mean, in our society, those two times in our lives, 30 and 60, they do sort of usually indicate shifts in the way we live. Usually if you've been working hard in your 20s, you can suddenly hit a point when you're around 30 where things become maybe a little easier or you've achieved a certain amount. And so that's just, giving you an idea of the Saturn cycle. Jupiter takes 12 years to go all the way around and come back to the place where it was in your birth chart. And Jupiter is the great benefic in the chart. So it often will bring opportunities for expansion and good fortune. Um, oh. It can be, on the negative side, it can be excess. So people that, you know, just can't get enough of of something that can be a bit of a problem, but mainly Jupiter is benef benefic in the chart. So when a Jupiter cycle comes back to the point of birth every 12 years, it's like getting a little boost of, okay, opportunities this year, you know, it's in my sign again. So say you're born with, with uh, well, in, in your case, you have Jupiter in Scorpio. So when okay. it comes back 12 years later to Scorpio again, then it's not that things are necessarily going to fall into your lap. It's about you knowing and being aware that what you would like to achieve. And then when you see opportunities, you take the action to make them happy, uh, happen. Sorry, And then you're much <laughs> more likely to have that Jupiter influence of good fortune. So good fortune usually doesn't fall into our laps. It's something that we can achieve, though. When the planets are in the right places, it's easier to achieve the good fortune. And Jupiter has a lot to do with that. Okay. And so, yeah. So, so and some of the, when the outer planets I mentioned that are more generational, for, for instance, Pluto takes 248 years to travel around. So the oh, reason wow. that Pluto has not been in Capricorn since the 1770s, roughly, is mm -hmm. because of that. And so that's where Pluto is a major uh, influencer of not just generational things, but actually just like eras of time, the bigger picture trends in humanity in certain times. And so right. it, it may be small, maybe people don't know if it is a planet or not anymore, but it is extremely potent. I vote planet. Because <laughs> that's the way I learned. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Uranus is like, uh, you know, lightning bolt energy. It brings things from out of the blue. It can also pull the rug out from under us. Well, it takes 84 years to go all the way around. So, you know, even uh, in the 1960s, people weren't living to be in their 80s as much as they are now. So many people didn't even end up having a Uranus return, but mm -hmm. now more and more people are. Normally, what we call the midlife crisis is when Uranus is opposite Uranus, like the Uranus you're born with moves mm -hmm. halfway around, which happens around the age of 40 to 42 years old usually. 
And that's when you, you literally will see people in a midlife crisis. It's suddenly they cannot keep living the life that they've been living. And Uranus is stoking the fire for them to just, you'll see people just getting divorced or getting married, having children late in life like that, or uh, total change of career, not because they lost their job necessarily, but just because they can't do the old job anymore. So Uranus is very much about liberation and freedom. If you're feeling stifled or stuck in any part of your life, around 40 or 42, if it's something that's been going on for a while, that will often give you the ability to just pop out of the box. Okay, well, that's, I think that's where I was because I changed my whole career. Um, we're going to stop right here and take a quick break. Hello, I'm Steve Fagan, and I'm president and CEO of Fagan Associates, but I'm also a life coach. I'm here to help you reach your dreams, goals, and objectives. As a life coach, it's my job to be your support, to be your teammate, to help you understand what is your dream, what is your life passion, and then together, we work as that team to help you reach your specific goals. Life is worth living the best you can be. Working with a life coach, you're fulfilling those dreams and goals is your passion, and it's your way of living. Let me help you do that today. Let me help you really reach the best that you can be as a person and live the life you should be living. I'm Steve Fagan. I'm a life coach, and I'm here for you. Contact Steve Fagan at FaganAndAssociatesInc.com or call 1-800-239-2701. And I'll be glad to help you move forward to live the life of success. Reach your dreams, your goals, your objectives. We can do it together. Welcome to Healing at Soul Level. I'm your host, Shauna Williams, and we're broadcasting live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. Today, we've been talking with Tracy Darling about astrology. And uh, before the show, I gave her my information, and so she did a reading for me. So I'd like for her to share that with um, all the listeners and myself. Okay. And jump in at any time if you want to ask something about what I say here. Okay. Uh, the first thing that, that stands out to me when I look at your chart is uh, you are a Pisces. You were born in Pisces, and your moon is in Cancer. And your ascendant, your rising sign that we spoke about is Virgo. It's 27 degrees of Virgo. And you have a chart that is really um, somebody who's come in to sort of shake the world in a way because you have Pluto right on your rising sign and you have Uranus in your first house. So this is somebody who has is always in a state of personal transformation and also expressing it then what you learn and what you perceive you like to share it with the world literally uh, through that pluto on your ascendant and it's directly opposite your son so um this is somebody that has you don't live quietly so to speak everything comes out into the world and you're exposed to many things. You can be very willful, I would imagine, with this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can make things happen, and you will find a way to make things happen if you are passionate about something. And and with that particular sun opposite Pluto and, you know, finding its way out into the world through your ascendant, um, there's always going to be a, a pull towards something that really holds your interest when I say a passion of some kind. 
if you're passionate about it, you really want to share it with the world. Very and, true. Um, yeah. <laughs> you may also, because uh, Pluto is just inside of your 12th house, so you may also be somebody who's very drawn to the mysticism or the secrets of life uh, in general. And generationally speaking with the Pluto, you're part of a, a group of people that are driven to find a need for a more ethical standard, you know, in society. Um, because you have a very clear sense of what you see as right and wrong, right? And right. so there's a kind of a subconscious drive to make the world a better place and bring mm-hmm. more harmony to the world. Yeah, that's And you true. love beauty. Yeah, you love beauty. You don't, uh, you don't like ugly, let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so now having your moon in Cancer, um, that's where the moon is the ruler of Cancer. So you're very in tune, you're very emotionally in tune and psychically in tune between having your sun in Pisces and your moon in Cancer. Both of those are water signs. So you're very much in the flow. You're in your own flow, but you're also in a flow as you go through life. You would have a lot of uh, mystical input yourself and be very open to spiritual teachings and philosophies and that kind of thing and Mm. with the moon being in cancer also in your 10th house in your chart that's a a place where you get fame and recognition from what you do on some level so you're going to be seen and heard by the world as well (laughs) scary. uh, It's easy to think, well, we're on the radio, so she knows that. But in truth, it is in your chart. So, <laughs> <laughs> Also, you, you'd be very good at nurturing people or making people feel understood. Um, and uh-huh. you can provide solace to people, you know, even just like a little pat of the hand or just the way you communicate with people leaves them feeling like they are cherished in some way, like they they are understood. And so that's always a a beautiful thing to have. You're very sympathetic. And you're also, because of the intuitiveness, very good at picking up on unspoken um, feelings that people are having. You, You can tune into somebody very easily and sort of know if they're having a good day or a bad day uh, on a deeper level. And it doesn't need to be people in your life. You can literally go to the supermarket and see it around you. Well, that's but true you as well. Very well with the public because of having the moon in the 10th house. And you've got a good intuition about what people want to know and what they want to uh, hear. So I, I would say that works very well for you in your career. Yeah. And your career is the 10th house, right? And it's ruled by Gemini. Uh, The sign is Gemini. So it's ruled by Mercury, which is all about communication. So I don't know what you did earlier in life before the radio show, but this is really actually very perfect for you, what you're doing with this, um, the radio show. You're communicating and bringing uh, information to people and you're fulfilling your own passion of sharing the things that you're interested in also within the mystical field. 
That's very true. <laughs> I didn't do that before, and I felt miserable. Very good. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. Good. Well, yeah, anything to do with communicating, uh, mm-hmm. whether it's television, radio, internet, um, but also just your voice, even speaker, being a speaker in any way. You could also be a published author or, you know, nowadays you can do videos um, and publish them as well and all that. Any of that kind of thing is really where you are at. And you could even teach about communication with that. So hmm. I just got now you, asked to do that, yeah. to teach some classes. So that's funny oh, as well. Very <laughs> good. That is interesting. You'd be very good at it. So, hmm. you know, in your financial house of earnings, I mean, it's um, you've got Jupiter in there. So you should do well in life financially and you should have opportunities to make good money throughout your life as well. And, um, one of the things you have coming up right around the age of 50 and it'll be coming. So it'll be coming within the next two years or so. Mm -hmm. There is, um, a body, a celestial body called Chiron. It's an asteroid. Uh, It is, called the wounded healer so we all have that somewhere in our chart as well and it takes about 50 years for chiron to go all the way around like we were talking about the cycles of of the planets Uh and asteroids have the same cycle so around the age of 50 is when there's a sort of a healing that can take place within us um and in your case, it's in Aries, so it will have a lot to do with who I am, the I am healing, right? So um, right. it could be that through your own exploration here with, with all these different spiritual modalities and all the things that are coming to you at this time, this will be a healing of maybe things that happened earlier in life or on a soul level around the age of 50 and it's I'm sorry to cut you off right here but we have to take a quick break Patricia Fayweather Harlow is passionate about the environment and conserving our natural resources she's written a five part book series for all ages called Rock with Rodney and Party with Perky to Preserve Wildlife which brings awareness through these vibrant characters on preserving and protecting our national parks and historic landmarks Harlow has launched a campaign to mobilize green supporters, informing a united front against big oil, big coal, and the Keystone XL pipeline. And she addresses the controversial practice of fracking in books four and five. She's determined to bring greater awareness to the dangers of drilling and running crude oil through pipelines that cut through pristine landscapes. And she empowers readers to take action in keeping America beautiful. To learn more about Patricia Fayweather Harlow and to purchase her books, visit www.patricia-fayweather-harlow.com. That's F-A-Y-E-R-W-E-A-T-H-E-R. And play your part in preserving the landscape that we all share and love. Are you looking for employment and live in Los Angeles, Orange, Riverside, and San Bernardino counties? Jobs Annex is the place for you. Are you an employer looking to fill a position or quite a few positions in Los Angeles, Orange, Riverside, and San Bernardino counties? Jobs Annex is for you. Employers, JobsAnnex.com is your resource for career-minded people. JobsAnnex.com is the convenient place for job seekers and employers 
workers to hook up and move forward. Jobs Annex has been serving Los Angeles, Orange, Riverside, and San Bernardino counties for over 14 years. Jobs Annex is a former employment search firm. We've evaluated many thousands of resumes and we understand what employers want and what job applicants need to be successful in their interviews. At Jobs Annex, we provide you with the tools to tell your story for free. Our resources at jobsannex.com will help each applicant construct an award-winning resume, an eye-catching cover letter, and key interview questions to ask in various types of interviews. Best of all, it's free. Jobsannex.com. That's J-O-B-S-A-N-N-E-X.com. Welcome back to Healing at Soul Level. I'm your host, Shauna Williams, and we're broadcasting live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. Today, we've been talking with Tracy Darling about astrology, and she was just finishing up my... Um, my reading um, to let everybody know that I, I was going to move into a healing part with the uh, asteroid Chiron or Chiron. That's what it is. Chiron, <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You're going to have your Chiron return. And one other thing that's just really focused in your chart, just I know we don't have much more time, but uh, you are extremely serious about reaching goals. And you're a hard worker. You've always been very persistent. And this is something borne out in your chart with the fact that you have a conjunction between Mars and Saturn. Mm -hmm. So there is nothing that you cannot, and there's nothing, you, you will never take no for an answer, right? There's nothing you can't achieve. And uh, you will press on. Yeah. Again, that's all true. Everything was true. Anybody who's listening, you need to get a reading because everything she said is like as if, I don't know, she read some chart or something. <laughs> that was a good one, right? She read some chart. <laughs> um, so how can somebody get a hold of you? You know, tell them about the other things that you do and how they can get a hold of you for readings or whatever, everything that you do. Uh yeah, I tend to do a, a sort of a blend of astrology. I'll look at tarot cards if somebody has um, something that's going on in their lives right now that they really would like some input on. So sometimes I look at cards as well as do their astrology. But basically, I like doing astrology straight up in itself. And I often will do tarot card readings, um, rune readings. Uh, we do aura photography. We have an aura camera. And I've also worked over the years with crystals and pendulums and color, color and crystal therapy sort of blend together with, uh, you know, what a person needs at a given time. Mm -hmm. So there are many different areas. But really my, my main focus these days is astrology and secondary either the tarot or the rune card. And okay. usually the best way to approach me is just to send me an email at uranianastrologer mm -hmm. at gmail.com. Uh, people can also call or text me at um, my personal number, and then I usually will do the readings on the business number. So. I think usually the, the best way is to send me an email to start off with. Okay. And your website, they can check that out as well, right? What is your website? Yes, that's mapmystars.com. Okay. And that's a work in progress, so. 
<laughs> I definitely need some updating, but people can have a look there. And I think my contact info is on there as well. At least the uh, email address should be on there. So that's okay. mapmystars.com. Okay. Um, and real quick, to runes, what are runes? Runes, uh, those are also glyphs. Uh, they're symbolic glyphs. They are part of the northern tradition from the, the old days um, in Sweden, Iceland. Um, they were also, there's a sort of an anglicized version that you'll find in the UK. Mm-hmm. But um, it's called Futark. Futark runes are the ones that I work with. And those okay. are the glyphs that were used by the Nordic people, the seers up there. So each okay. one of those is also interpreted. Okay, well, I want to thank you for um, being on the show. You know, it was really great talking with you. And, you know, I will be talking to you again soon. Thank you. Um, Tune in next week to hear about mediumship with my guest, Jamie O'Donnell, and listen to the podcast for this or past episodes. You can visit my website at indigo-qi.com. So you've been listening to Healing at Soul Level, and I'm your host, Shauna Williams. Thank you for tuning in. Love and light. This has been Healing at Soul Level with host Shauna Williams. Listen each week as Shauna will help you discover the different healing modalities and how to use them in your everyday life right here on Shauna Williams Healing at Soul Level. You've been listening to the BBM Global Network. The ideas, views, and opinions of this broadcast are those of the participants of the program and are not necessarily the ideas, views, and opinions of the BBM Global Network Company.